Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day, one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And joining us today, we have special guest Dave D'Alessandro of the Seinfeld Minute. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping by, Dave. Glad to Thank have you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's my pleasure. All right. So w- welcome to the show. Well, I'm a big fan. I'm a big, big fan of most of Bill Murray's movies, especially uh, Caddyshack, but uh, that's already been done. <laughs> so unfortunately, we're... Groundhog Day is a close, uh, you know, top five as well. So Okay. All right. So we made the t- top five. Oh, thank uh, God. We made it to top five. I was worried there. Thanks. Top, top five, five <laughs> Bill Murray movies is what I'm saying. Oh, just Bill Murray. Okay. Yes, yes. So there are so four other podcasts you'd rather be on. Okay. No, that's all right. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Let's- I'm saying right. I'm saying Groundhog Day is a top five Bill Murray movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying there's, there's not a lot of Bill Murray in Caddyshack. There's an awfully <laughs> lot of Chevy Chase there. Yeah, you know, if you're doing, yeah. you know, head to head. Oh, fair team. enough. All right, all right, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> all right, but we, we thanks for for all that. That's nice to know. But uh, we brought you in here to talk about Groundhog Day, and specifically minute thirty one. Uh, so, so Mr. Dave, what what is going on with minute thirty one? All right. Well, in minute thirty one, Phil helps the two drunk locals get into their car and drive home, and Phil wants to. He wants to ask them a question. So that's that's the short of it at this minute, but there's, there's some things to talk about. So we have between Gus and Ralph, we have friends don't let friends drive. Right. And I feel like I feel like that's a mantra that yeah. they've repeated to themselves, like whoever's driving that night. Like they've they've repeated that line to themselves so many times they think, oh, that's how it's said. Like that's what you say. You say friends don't let friends drive. Yeah. Right, well, they're missing the very last end of that phrase. Drive drunk. Yeah, yeah. Friend, yeah. <laughs> but I could yeah, I could see how that happens. Like at one point someone just forgot the end part. <laughs> friends don't let friends drive drunk. And then it got shortened and then they've just said it this way oh, so many be. times that yeah, this is the this is what it is to them now. <laughs> they've 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 probably completely forgotten. It, well, especially after a night of drinking, you tend to forget things, you know, it's it happens. Yeah. And this, you know, this was this was the the crazy nineties. Um, yeah, Bill Clinton was in the White 92. House. It was a different yeah. time. I mean, certainly, um, certainly Ralph should not be driving. But I don't know if Gus is any better. And it seemed like like Gus was gonna drive. And I mean, he's a little more steady. But I don't think you know it's a good thing Phil is there to mm-hmm. protect them to to be the the designated driver. And as we saw last minute. Phil's been drinking coffee. Yeah. So he's he's good to go. You know, don't. You know, it's it, we got to remember, this is Groundhog Day and that, you know, all these events are going to be taking place uh, on the same day. Just it, it just matters where Phil is at that time. Mm-hmm. And we know that right now there's the Groundhog Day dance. Right. You know, there's this whole festival. There's all these people. Rita and Larry are there and everyone's having fun. And these two guys are really just kind of drinking alone, and they don't need to. They, I mean, if it was like some other night, there's nothing going on, and these guys had a bad day, yeah, I could see them going to the bowling alley and drink. But it's like this is the one day where they could like probably drunkenly stumble into this party 
and you know maybe have some fun like actually like talk to other people but they just you know fills with these guys and they're just kind of alone outside of a of a bowling alley yeah if they were in on the whole groundhog day thing with with phil you know they could do whatever they want as we'll see in about uh, 30 seconds or so they they peel out of there the idea finally hits them we could do whatever we want it's 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 quite an amazing moment yeah well yeah so i hadn't thought of it that way and that looked like that with in the end, when we get to that Groundhog Day ball, it's pretty fancy. It looks like an open bar type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe there's tickets or maybe there's something like, you know, a, a, a cover. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it's you get not. a stamp on your hand. There's probably tickets or, yeah, cover, some charge. But, yeah, so they're – and you know what? I'm, I'll put a twist on it. Maybe they like it this way. Maybe usually this bowling alley is packed. That the it's three deep at the bar, every alley is rolling, and it's just horrible. And this is the one night of the year where everyone else, all the amateurs, are at the ball, and then finally <laughs> these guys get the bowling alley. They get the bar to themselves. Maybe they're happier this way. Hmm. And so they celebrate. <laughs> I'm just trying to not. To, I'm not trying to. Just trying not to be depressed. Ah, about yes. This. Think about these poor guys just all alone while while it seems like the rest of the town is having this great party and they invited everyone except Gus and Ralph and I think there was like one person bowling behind them. Oh yeah, they're sort of the outcasts of the town. Yeah, way to bring everybody down. (laughs) Oh, but I'm but it's like I say we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of different sides of this town. I just want to I just want to like say that because when we go somewhere else in the town on a later minute. You know, I want to keep that in mind. Like, while this is happening, yeah. that's happening. While Phil's here, someone is over there. You know, it's like we got to keep reminding yeah. ourselves this is yeah. the same day. And no matter what Phil's doing, the rest of the day will proceed as the day. Yeah, it's sort of a strange way to uh, divide up a plot, though, in a movie. You've never really seen this before. The exact way you can say, all right, everybody's living their own life, you know, amongst themselves. But also in a community where, you know, everything changes very slowly you know from day to day but for phil you know obviously nothing changes from day to day but it's you could sort of um, i don't know how to how to express it but he sort of has a a feeling of um i mean a godlike quality is really the only way you could describe it but that's not quite uh what i meant yeah yeah i think i think i know what you mean but yeah like yeah godlike and i think that's a, that's a good point about what what ha- you know keeping in mind what's going on in these parallel tracks, different places around this town, because Phil will swing. So in the beginning, he hates this town, hates everything about it, just cannot wait to get away. By the end, he's like, oh, this, you know, maybe we should move here. I mean, at the very end, like it's certainly the people and the town, they all grow on him and he changes. But we, we should be realistic. We should keep in mind that it's not, you know, it's not purely bad the, the way the early Phil thinks of it. And it's probably not really purely good. No town is purely good the way Phil at the end thinks of it. It's, you know, if it's a real town, it's complex. There's there's good points and, and bad points and highs and lows. And, right, and right. you know, some people are in and, and, you know, that means sometimes some people are out. So, yeah. But once you get a chance to know everybody on a personal level, like he does, you know, in the, in the middle and the, and the end of the movie, becomes friends with everybody, he seems like... Uh, you know, sort of the you know the mayor of the town, sort of as an honorary title, 
just because he knows everybody. He knows all their backstories. And uh, mm-hmm. without, um, I, I, keep, I keep trying to stumble here, trying to figure out how to, how am I trying to express this? Um, all right. Yeah. Go ahead anyway. Well, let me, let me ask you some, something, uh, Dave D while you're going down that track. So Phil, you know, Phil gets to know all these people and gets to know them pretty well. Yes. As, as he'll demonstrate. But for them, they only see Phil this one day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so, so, I mean, Larry's known him, Rita met him yesterday, but all these other people, no matter how nice, no matter all these things that Phil eventually does in this town, and yeah, he does kind of become mayor for the day. He's he's all over the place, kind of helping everybody out. But they still, they've only known him for one day. What do you think of like it, the the way the town takes to him and the way people embrace him from from their point of view, from the people that have only known him for one day, known Phil for the one day? What do you, what well, do you some people have? still don't even know him. Like he introduces yeah. he he when he at the end when he rattles off everybody's name and what they do, some of them are even surprised to know that he knows who they are. Like from his point of view, he knows everything about everybody. But from their point of view, he's just a you know weatherman who showed up you know yesterday, and he's here overnight, and that's about all they know. Yeah. Was it uh, was it revealed at the very beginning that he actually went to Punxsutawney like every Groundhog Day, or was it just this one? He's time? been. He said this is his the this is the fourth year in a row. Okay. Fourth year in a row. But we know from his panel, like it isn't like you know he would have made a name for himself. We know as soon as you know he comes in. The night before, he goes right to his room with to his hustlers and his whiskey, um, or what? Yeah, is to his gym beam, and then he does. You know, he waits to the last possible second to get up in the morning to go do the report, and then he's right for the van. You know, normally he's right for the van. He's out of town, so he's yeah. really only in town for the two three minutes it takes to to drag the the groundhog out of his hole. So it isn't even like oh. They know this guy from the last three years he's been in town because also, uh-huh. you know, media comes from all over. It's like saying, oh, well, I, I cover the ball dropping, at, you know, New Year's Eve in Times Square every year. Those people should recognize me. No, there's a million people there. You know, there's not a there's not a million people in Punxsutawney, but, you know, there's lots of lots of press there. So, yeah, it is it, it just kind of another thing that stands out to me that as as much as he gets to know them, um, yeah, they're they're just meeting Phil. Um, but let- yeah, the, you also have to keep this in mind. He's done this. This is his fourth year. But from what we've put together, each time he's probably visited this town, he's spent less and less time with the people. He's probably like first year he probably did the report, and then he kind of maybe moseyed around the town, or maybe he just tried to find like a good place to get a drink or something like that. And then he got more and more just kind of aggravated with the town over the years, and. Probably just spent, yeah, like maybe the previous year just in the hotel, just ignoring everyone and just drinking alone. And so this and this year he was like, I'm going to do the report and I'm getting out of town. Like, I'm not going to spend any more time in this town. So, yeah, I mean, he's been there for four years, but I think he spent less and less time each year. So, yeah, this this town, he wanted this town to be a stranger to him in a way. Like he wanted to not remember anything about this town. He probably does have memories of this town from previous years. And, but when he first showed up this, this year, he's probably like, Oh God. Yeah. I remember all this. And uh, I just, I want to, I don't want to know anything about this. And yeah, maybe wouldn't it have been funny if he actually like in a previous year ran into these two, you know, these two locals and they did that joke 
you know, like he doesn't remember it, but like, it'd be funny if like, you know, cause he tried to like, you know, erase that memory hmm. of like these locals who, had, who made fun of him as he was walking down the street, you know, in this nice suit, it's just something to think about. And then, you know, here we are now where he's, you know, he's pouring them into their own car and driving them home or, or somewhere he's driving them somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so you think this this kind of pattern, the pattern we see fill in before the loop start, even that's something that's developed over time. Yeah. Over the past three years. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Did, has anybody brought up the fact that this whole thing could be in his head? Like he ha- suffered some sort of psychotic break. <laughs> psychotic break. Yeah. Uh no, I don't I don't think we've really addressed or, this. And he's using this and he's using the uh recurring day as sort of a metaphor or you know, a way to explain his psychosis to a psychiatrist cuz you know at one point I think it's you know I don't know if you got into it yet when he actually talks to a psychiatrist about uh you know what's going on with him and yeah, you know, seeking treatment. It was actually right before, yeah, right before this bowling alley scene, he had the psychiatrist ah. and before that he met with the doctor played by Hal Ramis. And I mean, if you want to imagine the entire film is in his head, that's one thing. But at least in the context of the film, he's had both two, you know, one's professional, one's like over his head, but professional, um, uh, you know, uh, just professionals tell him professional opinions on this. Thank you. Yeah. That he is both of, of, of sound body and mind to the best of their ability. So he's got no, he's got no weird tumors and as, and the psychiatrist really, you know, he had no ground to stand on. He didn't know where to start with Phil because Phil (laughs) didn't sound crazy. He just sounded a a sane guy who just needed help and he didn't know how to help him in one day. And that's why he, he tripped up and said, let's meet tomorrow. It's like, no, you're not getting the point, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's the perfect line for, for that whole scene. (laughs) Um, so, so the, punches himself in the face. That's hilarious. So, so he's safety first. He says seatbelts, but no one actually puts the seatbelts on. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> That's say, all right. I didn't notice that. Because yeah. seatbelts, they just cuts them in thing. I'm like, well, I'm looking at, like at, at all their shoulders. Like, where's the strap? And I'm like, unless it's all like lower waist, like a lower, they're all lower lap belts and there's no shoulder. I don't see anything. Well, that's a possibility. None. I mean, they're in a 74 Cadillac Eldorado. I don't know if they'd even had seatbelts. Maybe it was still an option at that point. It would be funny if, like, they tried, like, or at least Phil tries it, and he, like the whole thing doesn't work, and like, he just locked up. <laughs> and the two guys are like, oh yeah, 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 we're gonna get that worked on eventually. But that, yeah, you know, we're gonna fix those. Yeah, but that, that's still, that thing's still broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 it's broken. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, the the you know the heat don't work. It just makes loud noises, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, so this is yeah. So this car. It wouldn't like I'm thinking wouldn't have um, like a shoulder strap. So I yeah yeah I think it probably right. does have seat belts, but it's probably just just the lap belt. And are you gonna kneel? You know, are you leaning over to? Uh, are you getting you know risking getting in front of Ralph uh, before he Ralphs? Oh my goodness! You know to to put on his uh, put on his belt. So, but I mean this, yeah, this also why? this this car is a tank. You're not really. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm I'm more concerned with anything they hit than what might happen to them if if they hit something. Well, this except is, for a, maybe a train, perhaps. Yeah, well, except for a train, but yeah, this is this is quite a car. The the uh, yeah the '74 Eldorado. Um, and kind of speaking of the car, I have a, a question about um, and and Dave Palace. Maybe you'll know about this. So at 
Uh, second 52 around then, we get a close-up of the license plate as mm-hmm. they're pulling away. And we see the registration sticker that says 1292. I, or at least I assume that's the registration sticker. Do you know for, for PA, is that the expiration date or is that the... Like the issue date. I'm trying to guess. So does this, you know, is it February 93 or would this have been expired? So then, you know, oh, assuming they're that they're registered expired plate ah. this is expired. or does it mean it's, is it February 92 when this is happening? I think this, I think, yeah, you're right. I think this is, yeah, I think this is, yeah, they have not gotten, they have, these two guys oh. have not taken this car to the, uh, All right. the DMV. And I don't know <laughs> where the DMV rules with PAR. I know is that. I know. I think Jersey's more complex. I think Jersey's the most complex with the two, the two uh, two step authorization. Or no, it's, it's not two right. step. It's five point. What's it called? What's it, Sean? It's like the five point. You know what I'm talking about? The five point exploding pole. Oh, no, the the points on your license. You mean no, before you get no, a I, forgetting tickets? No, no. It's, it's New Jersey DMV stuff. I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, the five point registration. Yeah, you need like yeah, you need to prove social license, oh, yeah. your previous license, insurance, get, and all that stuff, uh, yeah. like a bank statement. Like you need like so many points. Uh, you need a certain amount of points just to renew the plate. Uh, no, well, your license, but also with like with the plates yeah. too. Like it's yeah, it's very complex in New Jersey. It's like you got to like. You gotta go to your safe deposit box and like, all right, I'll get out my birth certificate and like stuff like that. <laughs> it's it's stool sample. Yeah, it's 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 like that. And yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Up here, we just do it online, like renewals. It's you don't even have to go into the DMV. Yeah, yeah, we could do that over here in Ohio too. It's something like the only like the only that. thing that we require in Ohio is uh, your the county that you're in has a number. I think it's uh, goes up to like fifty or sixty in Ohio. You put that on the bottom left corner. So mine, I think it was like 23 for Lake County. And then the bottom right goes the when it expires, would just be your birthday. So they just send you a sticker. It says, you know, February of whatever year. That's all we have to put on our plate. Is there more stuff that you'd need to put on your plates? Uh, hold on. It was the six-point ID verification. Six points. Jeez. So many points. Okay, Yeah. And then like different forms of ID have different. Yes point values like your passport versus uh, uh yeah you know your cable I'm bill i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly right. your your previous new jersey license is four points and then you want and then you go then they want and you that's to get, not enough no because then they want you to have then you're then they said they you're gonna either need one two point which is like uh sometimes a military issue card. card yeah social security card is one point and then a, a bank statement. Piece. Yeah, then a bank statement <laughs> is another one point. So that's what I usually do if I have to do it. It's like the previous Jeez. ID plus it. And like I said, that's New Jersey. I do not know what PA is. I I'm told that PA sounded more lax, but then I heard about yeah, I think it, I think it's PA is more lax because I remember my coworker was saying something, and I'm like, oh man, I was like, that's easy compared to what I got to do. So I got to go down to Cherry Hill, and I got to wait in a line, and I got to hold all this, and. Everybody's screaming 20 different languages at each other. Everyone's aggravated. Ugh. I hate when I have to renew it in the summer. It's just like... Yeah, that sounds like the DMV over here, too. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not saying our DMV's any different. <laughs> oh. Uh. But, uh, I mean, get back to that. I think, yeah, I think this that's probably an expiration tag. It's like, at, by, before before December of 92, they were supposed to get the car reinspected, and they have definitely not. And, and now it's... It's February ninety three. I liked it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, February ninety three, and I would love That's it. A good eye. And and uh, yeah, I, and I hope they don't get caught by any officers of the law. 
We're checking <laughs> registrations. Yeah, and the other thing is, why do they all sit in the front seat? Oh, no, no, you guys, no, you guys are, are sober enough to like hit the latch on the uh, on the door. So Phil just kind of rolls them. Yeah. In. Th- oh, yeah. Just yeah. This is in. this is this is a coupe. And yeah, if you put someone back there, you got to get them. How are you going to get them out? And, you know, that's this is the wonder. This is old American steel here. You can sit three across <laughs> this, you know, this wide bench seat. Awesome. You can't, you know, I dare you to try this in, in a, you know, any car no, today. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're all big guys. I think Murray's what, like six, four or something. He's a, he's a tall guy. Like, but they're not, they don't look uncomfortable. They're shoulder to shoulder, but they yeah. fit. Why would they, why, why put anyone in the back? <laughs> it, it fills a chauffeur. He's going to drive him around. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they fit shoulder to shoulder across the front here. Uh, this this big old boat. Yeah. Just to clarify, um, I think his name. What are the two guys here? Rick Dukeman has got the uh, the t shirt on. Yeah, Rick, Rick Dukeman is uh, is Gus. He's the one with Ralph's the uh, the the uh, the groundhog t shirt. Yeah. And then uh, we got Rick Overton is Ralph. He's the guy with the uh, with the hat. The hat. Yeah. And just to yeah. clarify, on on. Uh, Gus's shirt, it says Punxsutawney Phil. It's got a picture of the yeah. groundhog. It took me actually a couple of viewings before I figured that out because I wasn't, uh, I was kind of just letting it go, you know, without looking at detail. I think it took me, like I said, two viewings to yeah. decipher that. The, 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 uh, yeah, the so shirt looks kind of cheap. We were kind of saying like you probably bought it like for a dollar somewhere. Like get one of the things is oh look at triple it, triple XL. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. They might it even look like, like a bowling a, alley. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a, a parking lot or bowling alley. Oh, better yet. They would probably have uh, them for sale in the little uh, gazebo yeah. where they have the uh, ceremony. They should have people selling t-shirts. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Well, no, but this is a bootleg. This was like a, this was a <laughs> block off. Like the, if you, when you shop on the at Gobbler's Knob, those are like the $20 yeah. shirts. This is, but you go a block away. Ah. Although you see when, when he's driving. So he, uh, Gus starts, he pulls, he starts in reverse. He pulls back and then he comes back and says, oh, I don't think I should drive either. But then you can see then there's like some holes around the yeah. neck. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He didn't just buy this shirt this morning. He bought that shirt in like 81 or something. Yeah. This shirt's seen a few Groundhog Days next time. Well played. There you go. And Rick Overton, we mentioned before what a hilarious stand up Rick Overton is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's a great guy. I love. Like, I remember seeing him. Oh, no, 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 no. It's about Rick Overton. Just, I love his stance, trying to hold back his coat in the sense of it. Well, if I vomit, hopefully I don't vomit on my coat. Like he's, he's doing <laughs> that. They were just trying to pull back yeah. his own coat. Like, man, I hope I don't go on my coat. I like this coat. <laughs> he does. He does play like a pretty good drunk. It's not easy to do, but he's kind of. When he's when he's up, he's kind of antsy. He can't really stand still. And then as soon as he stops moving, he's gonna fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good bit of acting there. I remember seeing him when he would do stand up on uh, Evening at the Improv. This was back in uh, the late eighties. He had some joke about uh, a guy's toupee on his head that would flap up and down like. you know those semi trucks that would have those their exhaust would be like up on the side <laughs> and they have those yeah. things going. 
think you know smoke uh, yeah. exhaust stack. I think it was called something like that. Yeah. He would he would mention something about that, and yeah. it's, it's one of those. It's not a hilarious joke, but for whatever reason. I never forgot it, but I never really memorized it to begin with. It also, I like, so. I do like the visual. It makes a nice visual. Like you just see like smokestack happen, and you just cut to a guy's hair. It's it's good. It, it works for me. Oh yeah, it'd be a good match cut for sure. <laughs> so all right, so then he brings up flapjacks, and it's like I agree. I think you should eat. I just don't want to eat with you. You know, like while you're in the state, like I feel like you're just gonna go all over the table at any moment if we put anything more in you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If Phil didn't want to eat with Larry before, he definitely doesn't want to eat with these guys. And I don't I don't I don't I don't know about the idea of flapjacks. I mean, it sounds good, but it's one of those things like you have one or two bites and then you're like, ah, oh, then I just got flapjacks. I want I think, you know, pizza, a burger, like something greasy is kind of more. Oh, yeah. Late night. More my go to late night munchies uh, after you've been yeah. drinking. I mean, I'd be up for like nachos. I think if I were really drunk. Yeah, just fl- flapjacks are too dense. I, it, you know, for for that, I, I think. Man, I would like I would like pancakes. I were I, I call them pancakes. Um, but I, I don't know. I I mean, I agree with the breakfast food. I kind of do like that, but um, I don't know. I would I would I would flip for the waffle. Well, though this yeah, I I do like a waffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you there. This goes back to we were talking earlier about about diners. Like, so is there some place in Punxsutawney at two a.m. or whatever time this is where you can go get some flapjacks? Does Punxsutawney have a good diner? Does it have a Denny's? Hmm. Yeah, even an IHOP. Uh, what so, like so? What's going on out out by you, uh, Ohio Dave? Um, so if it, when it's like two a.m. and you just got like beer munchies. Do you, are there twenty four hour diners? You got to hit the the Denny's. What's yeah? What's I mean, there's to? lots of places. I mean, yeah, Denny's, Taco Bell. Usually, a lot of bars stay up late. Stay up late. Stay open late. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can tell I don't go out drinking very often, and when I say things like that, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, with Jersey, we don't really have. We have like there's only one IHOP I know, and we and the Denny's closed a long time ago. I think just those franchises got put out by diners. Because we have just so many diners, we don't really need the franchise. Oh, really, it's sort of gone the other direction where the mom and pop shops have taken over instead of. Well, they just always been the corporations there. taking over. I mean, it's like Subway. Yeah. Like nobody gives yeah. a shit about Subway in this area because it's like we, your local deli is going to make a way better sandwich than anything Subway can ever make. You know? mm, and right. like Jersey Mike's, yeah. that's yeah. trash. Uh, uh, what's <laughs> that, the other? Oh one? yeah, that true yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like, oh god, who wants to go to Jersey Mike's when you actually have a real hoagie place? Um, what's the other one? Uh, the one. Oh my god, Tabellas. Uh, I can see it right now. It's uh, oh Jimmy John's. You're not talking about. Oh yeah. It's like all these franchise sub like places. They do well in nine Philly Jersey area because it's just you know. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- California people for a minute. Um. Uh, apparently they have good tacos out west. I don't, but you know we're in Jersey. What are you gonna do? But um, I yeah, like Mexican. Yeah, that's of course, it's just gonna west. be better. There's nothing around. But we have pizza and we have better hoagies. But I remember yes. hearing a podcast and there was these guys in California and they were talking about either I think it was Jersey Mike's and they were like, "Yo, you won't believe it, but you gotta ask them. You gotta get the juice on it, like juice." And like the, so, the two guys in the podcast are talking about the juice on their hoagie, or if they're just call it Italian oh, sub. Oh man, you got you won't believe what's in it. I'm just sitting there like uh, uh, at work. I'm like, what is it? Olive oil and red vinegar. 
red vinegar and <laughs> on uh, oregano and salt pepper. So they yeah. put like olive oil, red vinegar, salt pepper, oregano. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, guys. Wow, welcome to welcome to sandwiches 101. Yeah, oh, that's Italian dressing. It's not uh, rocket science. <laughs> they were so excited about it. I was like, what do you guys not put on your sandwiches? Your ho- you know, your hoagies. So. Uh, Maybe they were doing a promotion for the restaurant. I guess it just, it, it, yeah, just like, oh my, wow, you did it. Uh, but yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't yeah, know. so I don't know. Do you think Tip Top is twenty four hour? I gotta go back and look, like, and see if there's a sign anywhere no. that says it. Because I assume it's one of those diners that isn't twenty four hours. It's like two eleven o'clock kind of diner. I don't even know if it's that. I'm wondering if it's a breakfast place. If it's like five a.m. Oh to 2 p.m. It's like a breakfast yeah. lunch deal. But I yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not 24 hours, man. I just took it's a quick cafe. look. It's and it's I didn't a cafe, see any- so yeah. They have every right to like yeah. not not I, serve after lunch. You're right. Yeah, I didn't see anything in Punxsutawney that was open past 11. Mm. Especially back in so early 90s. Yeah, back then. So I mean, it's not like it was a long time ago, but still uh Hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So is this? I mean, is this kind of just something like a, a mode that that Ralph gets into? He starts talking about food, and then Gus is just ignoring him because there's no place to go. Kind uh, of thing. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the flapjacks line was just sort of a throwaway, you know, to move on to the next scene. But then it was okay. Yeah. But then well, it was so, brought up later yeah, so, as a, you so, know so, sort of a, <laughs> I don't know, bring it all together. Too early for callbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Too early for flapjacks. All right, but let's let's save let's it. save it. Yeah. Save it for oh, next minute. Oh, sorry, <laughs> cut that part out. Yeah. So we yeah. So we end up with with Phil saying, uh, "Let me ask you guys a question." I'm getting serious now. And that kind of that's where we leave off. Shoot, <laughs> he goes shoot at the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll save the rest of my Rick Overton for the next minute then. Uh, yeah. So you guys. All right. So, yeah. Anything else for minute 31? Uh, I think that'll wrap it up for me. Yep. Same for me. All right, Dave. All right. So, we'll we'll wrap it up. So, that was uh, minute 31. Thanks for, for joining us. Oh, and uh, so, Dave D., if, if folks want to hear more of your your flapjack talk, <laughs> uh, you know, where can our listeners find you? I co-host my own podcast, Seinfeld Minute. I think you know the premise by now. <laughs> As far as I know, yeah. So, are you, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Are you you covering every episode of Seinfeld one minute no, at a time? We've got a poll on our site. We just take uh, whatever one is voted, you know, the most popular. We'll go with that. Okay. So you take. I mean, it's it's really uh, we don't have the time to go through every <laughs> single episode one minute at a time. And frankly, the first year and the last year, eh, not that great. Mm. So we're doing yeah. sort of a best okay, of be Seinfeld. Okay. And luckily enough, they added us to the Movies by Minutes family webpage. I think we're somewhere in the bottom third, something like that. Yeah, and it's not even, you're not even covering yeah, the movie. Yeah, sort of an yeah. honorary position that we have there. So we appreciate uh, okay. that. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, you can, folks who want to check that out, they can find that at uh, SeinfeldMinute.com. And in the, the Movies by Minutes site is MoviesByMinutes.com. And, of course, you can always find us at GroundhogMinute.com. And, uh, you know, swing on by the, uh, if you're still doing the Facebooks, we do have the listeners group, Gobbler's Knob. And so that's it for us. Thank you for listening. And we will see you tomorrow. All right. If there is one. You want to go some, some flapjacks? <laughs> <laughs>